Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Today, we are podcast camping because, as you might have noticed, ever since the 28th, 29th of March, we have been experiencing an increase of solar energy activity. This is directly related to the planetary alignments that I spoke about at the end of March and that we are going to bring forward for the month of April. It is so powerful right now that my Wi-Fi has been knocked out and has been for the last few days. My auxiliary equipment with a microphone is making things sound really scratchy. So please bear with me, friends, as we move into our April astrology report this month. I know the audio is not the best. However, I felt that it was important to deliver this message. Today, yesterday, tomorrow, these are some of the most powerful energetic transition moments that we are going to be offered. The theme of this month is prison break, and the energy that we're feeling right now is perhaps one of the most powerful veil pierces we have ever had. So grab some much, get some water, come on in for a crow medicine that I am particularly excited to deliver. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Crow Medicine Podcast. This is your April 2022 astrology report. Before we get started with the astrology, I am going to talk about the very exciting thing that is happening right now, and that is that we are currently, as of the point of recording, March 31st, 2022, a couple of days into some pronounced solar activity. Now, those of you who have been around Crow Medicine Podcast and my teachings ever since I was back at Indie Crow Energetics and doing this way in 2016 know solar energy, solar flares, in the way that I perceive and understand energy, help to stimulate our soul sparking. They help to shift veils. They help to stir up stagnant energy, not only in our personal energy fields, but also in the planetary earth grids. And so... Right now, I want to acknowledge that I may sound annoyingly cheerful. Sorry about that if I do. <laughs> and the reason why I'm excited is that when this shows up, particular moments of our planetary alignments, it means that we are getting a cosmic booster point. So all of this energy that is being shaken up as a result of the cosmic wind and the solar flares affecting the geomagnetic structure as well as our personal energetic structure, I know that some of the experiences we have of that as physical and technical can be kind of annoying. So right now my internet's out and it's been out for a couple of days. On a personal level, bodily level, I just wanted to acknowledge that people may be feeling headaches. You may be feeling uh, a lot of racing energy in your heart. So like your heart's skipping a beat. Uh, you may feel like you are having a lot of stuff moving around in your gut. So some people may have been moved into menstruation faster than they were expecting. Some other people might be having a lot of visits to the washroom. Some people may be experiencing lymphatic pain and areas where their lymphatic um, fluids just need a little bit of extra stimulation. What all of this is, is your body responding to the energy. So the more that you are able to help yourself process this by doing things like grounding and connecting to the earth, people who have studied at my school, the Breathe Ground Connect or connecting to the crystalline core universe energy thing that I've taught you over the years, that is designed to help you stay comfortable during things exactly like this. The reason why we are feeling it so much right now and why it's a good sign is that we're moving through 
a pretty exciting moment in our journey of planetary transition that we talk about here on Crow Medicine, but also that we're just part of, that we know. And so the physical stuff is part of it. So one of the other ways that you may be experiencing this, as well as the planetary alignments coming up in your life, is a lot of emotions. And this is a topic we've talked about here before and we'll talk about again. I just wanted to start off by acknowledging the way that a lot of people feel, acknowledging that the end of March, and for some people right now, and may still be and will continue to be for the next little while, a very difficult period of reckoning with oneself, one's circumstances. And or if you're like me, I, you're in ceremony, the last little while we were dealing with shifting out some of the harder harmonics of planets like Neptune and like Saturn that in the past epoch and in the older energy strains that we are replacing as part of our existence um, were some of the hardest planets to experience and they carried some of the hardest lessons and they represented the inner prison and or the circumstantial prison to a lot of people. So the structure of this podcast, kind of bringing everything together and keeping this as an introduction, is going to be, first, I'm going to talk about the journey of Saturn square Uranus that we have been on since, well, I recognize it having begun at the Jupiter-Saturn conjunction on December 21st, 2020. That moving through to the eclipse that is also happening with the Jupiter alignment on April 20th or 21st, depending where you're at, 2024. That's a that's a significant little phase of an experience that we are having as we're wrapping up the Uranus-Pluto-Jupiter transition phase that we have been on. So I'm going to acknowledge that and I'm going to contextualize that because that kind of came to an apex moment conclusion just the other day when we had our Saturn-Venus conjunction at the end of March. And that conclusion marked a new phase in our cycle of reviving, revisiting, rejuging her relationship to Saturn and Jupiter and Neptune. And then, so after having kind of addressed that, we will move into discussing the astrology of this month. That will be the next segment. And I wanted to give that context because the astrology of this month is a continuation and a graduation point. And it is also a moment where we can say, hey, good job. <laughs> Importantly, this is also going to be a month just like last month, where our personal choices will be important in that they are going to form the pathway that we will experience through the next cycle of lessons, right? We always have a choice of how we are going to live in relation to the journey. And part of the joy of tuning into astrology and paying attention to what is coming up planetarily is that in ceremony, in life, we can choose to recognize every single opportunity gateway pathway that is provided by them and so if you're like me and I guess a lot of people this is an astrology report you're here because you do precisely that we chart our path with the planets and in alignment to what we know are particularly salient or poignant themes that tend to come up in the human collective in the energetic collective in our solar system lesson span like I have said in other podcasts and will continue to say we operate as a solar system and so the big huge changes that we're feeling on earth have also to do with a solar system and a universal upgrade process that is occurring 
Although I will not talk about that as a forerunner of this report, I am going to talk about it a little bit through because I know I have a whole lot of people that are interested in that, and that is what I do. So without further ado, we will move into speaking a little bit about the Saturn square Uranus journey and how that has brought us to this really significant moment where we're having X flares and really unique solar activity. And as I will say throughout, this solar activity is helping us shake off the prison and get rid of the last little bits of the last phase and supercharge launch ourselves into the next one. Okay, settling right in here. In this segment, we are going to have a little conversation about what I would like to call the most difficult years we will probably ever live in our life. And the reason why we are going to talk about it with a happy tone of voice is because those years are over, as far as I can tell, at least in terms of how the planetary energy alignment goes, and as well as what's happening in the universe. Because as you know, as above, so below, within, without, you know, that whole thing, sometimes the achievements that we experience and express in the universe or on the other side or in the other realms, it takes a little while for it to trickle down and play out in here. We achieve things in soul form. We create that potential in energy and in perception in the way that we adjust ourselves to this world. And so what we experienced ever since December 21st, 2020 was perhaps one of the most important sets of experiential realness that we will ever have. And saying that, I also want to say those were some really hard alignments. Saturn is a planet that had some weird stuff done to it. Uh, I'm not going to go super far into the historical use of ceremony to appropriate energy or ceremony to create imprints, but I will say that there was a heavy and negative energy imprint that got laid on Saturn. And so a lot of the time when Saturn came around, especially if you're a person with vices, aggression, and or you're around people who have a lot of issues with power and control, and or in the case of last year, Saturn and Uranus, it was systemic power and control, we saw a lot of the big picture difficulties. And that was part of a bigger shakeup of visibility, transformation, and, you know, recognition of the prisons that we had created around us. The main dates of Saturn square Uranus last year were February 17th, 2021, June 14th, 2021, and December 23rd, 2021. And so each of those alignments occurred alongside of <laughs> the other alignments that we were dealing with. But what was going on with them is that they were highlighting key points where things were out of balance. And so a lot of the balance that we were dealing with last year, like I said earlier, was the systemic stuff. I'm not going to go too far into that. What I wanted to say is that the wrap-up of that first phase of energy was really signaled whenever we moved into the new solstice of Venus and Pluto. So that was December 21st. 2021. Those of you who are fans of this page, I know I have a whole bunch of new people, so I'll explain it very briefly because I love to be inclusive. And thanks for coming. One of the things that I know in the universe and share as part of my little unique take is that 
when we have alignments that are key planetary conjunctions lining up with things like the equinox window or the solstice window, which are also highly influential moments that are built into the planetary energy system with intention and through long-standing ceremony and through energy structure and also through the structure of the universe what winds up happening is that it sets the tone for the lessons that we're going to be having and so if you remember me being very excited about the venus pluto thing happening so we had a venus pluto conjunction on december 21st 2020 and then that also became the venus pluto node for the year it got it meant that we were moving from the hardest most harsh illuminations which really i believe were that year of 2020 into 2021 into a more soft love-based transition we are in the path out having said all that i wanted to now move into a conversation that talks about the end of march and some of the stuff that we're going to be experiencing into april because it was an apex and wrap up of that and i know that these moments were difficult for people so i want to give context to what was happening and i'm sorry that i couldn't come out and do it before i was traveling a lot in the month of March in ceremony doing my job and so some of the things I'll talk about are based on what I learned doing that. So on March 12th we had a conjunction of Mars and Venus and so this has been part of an ongoing conversation that is going to continue happening where we are working out the integration of perceived masculine, perceived feminine principles. Something that has been coming up a lot that I haven't talked about much, but I will talk about, has to do with the domination of what is perceived as feminine energy sorts, feminine energy magic, feminine energy perspectives, by what was perceived to be coded as masculine, science, reason, religion, with a capital R. This is something that is important for us to resolve as people. Because, you know, the part of this binary opposition that was in part created as part of our own control. I'm not saying don't relate to people as male and female if that's how you want to. I know you got to be careful saying things because right now people are also being highly politicized, especially here in America around stuff like that. What I'm saying is that there are things that were told to us were right and wrong that got coded as masculine and feminine and spirituality and intuitive connection and the role of the feminine figure in things like Christianity and it, 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 these are issues that are important for us to resolve internally that are also being adjusted in the energetic structure so if you are a believer in or one of those religions and you've been finding yourself asking these questions this is part of our processing as a group of people and this is something that's important for us to be okay with it wasn't very nice to be an energy practitioner representing a particular form of connection to the earth and, and to be dominated and controlled. I have been traveling the Appalachian mountain ranges and I have been in places down here in America that were matriarchal societies. And what I feel and connect to the land, first off, the land feels amazing and I just want to acknowledge what came before me here. It feels good. What doesn't feel good, especially uh, what I experienced in the mountains this last little while doing and healing is the way that male and female complementarity was 
used as a divisive tool by settlers, which eventually came into play to help separating people who had looked after the land for many thousands of years from it. And it, it's been something that, as a Canadian, we, you're, we've been asking ourselves and talking about these questions for a lot of years. And now that I come down to America and as I learn and get to know the land, one of the things that happens is the land teaches you about what's important to it. And this is what the land is teaching me right now. And so I want to acknowledge that lesson. And we'll come back and talk about that in another podcast. Other things that have come up, March 13th, we had a Neptune solar conjunction. Neptune is the planet of the psychic manipulation so uh weird stuff like that it's also the planet of deep emotional wounding and trauma and the things that we do to self-sabotage this is one of your own personal worst enemy planets if you don't heal your relationship to it because neptune is also another one of those planets that has been used for weird energy and it also is just something that if we don't form a relationship that is positive with the our life force and our emotional expression is part of our life force, that energy can become explosive. And it is particularly explosive when we have a lot of unhealed wounds that it rubs into. It just creates situations. And the whole thing about these situations is that we're supposed to be finding our way to find the peace through it all. And the way, the purpose of energy healing, right, as you see your situation, you realize what you're doing you get to the part of yourself that is creating what you don't like or your social circumstances or whatever it is and you fix it because at the end of the day nobody's going to come in and do it for you and part of the journey really the way I look at it and have experienced it is that just constant pretty much reviewing revisiting checking things out and ever freeing myself more from the stuff that I was carrying around. And so a lot of people in the last little while, you know, have been having probably racing thoughts about their worst fears. March 28th, we had a Venus and Saturn conjunction around this time. We also had Neptune sextile true node. So this is Neptune sextile true node to me is, was a very powerful moment, especially when it was happening around the Venus and Saturn conjunction. I recognized it as a closing of the door on some of the harder Neptune stuff that we had been experiencing in 2020. I didn't rhyme off a whole lot of dates, but I just want to say there was a lot of Neptune stuff going on through 2020. It was Neptune Saturn. Um, we, when Venus and Saturn met, Venus, as we have been talking about, is the path of highest love, that universal love, that connection to the creatress and the creator in all of us. And Venus and Saturn coming together like that was a moment where for those who had their hearts open and ready, a lot of healing of the personal prison came up. And Neptune's sextile true node, I mean Neptune coming into connection point with its true self, giving us the true connection to who we are as energy beings, as emotional beings, and the depth and power in having emotions. Emotions are powerful gateways to understanding. Emotions are powerful trajectory points to creativity and expression. And the more that we learn to experience them as that, as opposed to having them be weaponized within us or against us, the more that we learn to come into flow with some of the best parts of the human experience. And so 
punctuating all of that and why I was so excited at the outset of this podcast is that around that time, we also had the beginning of powerful solar activity. And that powerful solar activity has been coming into combination with these planetary conjunctions to highlight and create what I call a battery pack moment where a lot of processing is coming forward. This is also naturally happening because, as you know, we just had solstice on March 20th, and that was also a Venus conjunction. Do you see the path that we are on here? This is a good thing. And so right now, as I started off the podcast, we just had an X flare on March 30th. That was yesterday. That was a Jupiter conjunction. Jupiter comes into play a lot more in the month of May and later on this year. Jupiter also, we have a Jupiter and Uranus conjunction that is happening in April 20th, 2024. That is going to mark another significant moment in our journey on planet Earth. And the things that we work through ceremonially speaking this month and last month, although it has seemed hard, were important things to get out of the way so that we can receive the gift, the gift that comes with a Jupiter-Uranus conjunction that's also happening on a, on a total solar eclipse. The power that we will have there is good. And so the more that we just work our way towards it, the better. And so from now until then, we are about to enter into another cycle of our lessons with Saturn, Neptune, Jupiter. And we get the help of Pluto and Uranus like we have been. So in the next segment, we will talk a little bit more about the astrology specifically of April. All right. And so now it's April. We have had an X flare that happened on the 30th. The last two X flares we had, there was one October 28th and another one July 3rd. Those were key planetary alignment date phase kickoffs. And so me being a gate master and a nerd gets very excited whenever solar flares start happening, in particular X flares around transition moments or what we have been viewing as transition moments. Because what they do, like I said in the first segment, is they create a battery pack that we are able to work with to hypercharge our own process. Now, the way to get that from being feeling like a train wreck to being in the cosmic flow is first to recognize that that's what's happening. So you've perhaps recognized it already. If this is the first time you thought about it, congratulations. This is something you can come back to this podcast for time and time and again. Hit subscribe if you haven't already. One of the key things that I want to point out is that now that we've had all of these solar flares in our connection to Venus, we've had the solstice, December 21st, 2021, was, was Venus-related. We also had equinox that was Venus-related. We also just had the Saturn-Venus conjunction. As I'm going to talk about later on, the Venus stuff continues. The point that I bring forward the Venus thing now is that the more that we work with Venus as a connection point, in ceremony, in life, for meditation, to harmonize with as inspiration, the more that we are going to be able to lift our path through to that harmonic. Venus is an important teacher for the next phase of our journey. And so that's also why it's so exciting that we had the node switch. Moving into this month, we have on April 3rd, we have a lunar occultation of Uranus. I haven't gone into this one yet, but I do have the notes together for it. If you've been wondering what's going on with that 
your memories, if you've been having all kinds of flashes and flows of memories, part of what the job of planet Uranus does is it is a memory sparker. And so your memory and your inspiration and your creativity are also tied to things like soul healing. A lot of us have been carrying around some pretty deep wounds and or just even some superficial ones that you just gathered throughout the course of our lives that we haven't yet let go of. And so the planets of last month, the planets of this month, combined with the solar energy, the precise thing that's supposed to be happening right now is that this stuff that we are carrying around that we're ready to deal with is coming up. So I wrote an article about processing. It's a nice one. I'll attach it to this um, podcast. You can just go to the information or the about section and it'll be right there for you. So you can have some more information about that. So the lunar occultations of Uranus are taking us through each of the signs throughout this whole year. I will give that its own special thing, but connecting to the power of Uranus and asking for Uranus to help you have healing memories and help you have happy memories is important. This is kind of a personal share, um, but I went back to my old pictures from about 10 years ago and eight years ago and you know I could pinpoint a time in my life where I kind of stopped having fun because it got really serious with ceremony and looking at those pictures and remembering what it felt like to frolic with people and to wear costumes and to dance and to be carefree was inspiring to me but it also brought up a lot of pain of what I've had to do personally as part of this universe and what my job was and so maybe if you're ready looking at pictures of yourself looking at old diaries and just going back and saying okay is there anything I'm carrying around that I'm ready to heal is a very proactive way to work with this ongoing journey of Uranus so come back for another whole podcast on that now April 4th we have a conjunction of Saturn and Mars. Saturn, as we know, is a planet that we're now starting a new phase of our healing journey with. And so if you experienced really, really tough stuff in the whole Saturn square Uranus thing, do not be afraid. <laughs> be ready to see your path through. And if the lessons that you learned and the last thing come up, if the same old person in the same old situation all of a sudden starts happening again, recognize that they, it, all that, that's part of the prison. The metaphorical prison, the energy prison, the loop, however you want to say it, that's part of the old reality stream that you may have been part of. And this is where things like saying, yeah, I don't want to participate in that anymore are really important. Mars is in a healing cycle, and I'll talk a little bit more about that later on in the month because we have an eclipse that's happening in Aries. And also, a lot of the Uranus stuff is happening in Aries. Aries and Mars, as we know, are connected. The war archetype, the wounded masculine archetype, um, the extreme power, domination, control, murdery part, that's all kind of coming up for review in many profound ways. We talked about that a bit last month. That's continuing on. These things are not like wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, heals. This is a major theme of what we're working through. And that point of uh, April, 2020, April 20th, 2024 is key signature moment where we're going to move on from that phase of that journey so we can settle into this thing with mars mars is a very positive powerful pleasant planet to connect to when we allow it to and so is saturn and so in this moment i think you know if you have a lot of wounded masculine stuff if you have a lot of fear of power and control if you're in situations where you are being controlled 
And that could be by government, that could be by a job, it could be by yourself, it could be so many different layers. This is going to be a visibility point for it. And so if you find yourself being like, oh my god, ah, why? It's because the planets are trying to show you the path out. So if you see the doorway to get out of there, walk through it. Only you can do it. Now, the very next day, Venus enters Pisces. April 5th, and Jupiter, Sun, Sextile, Saturn. So, you know, we have the Jupiter, Saturn conversation going on that really started, like I said, in December 21st, 2020. This is a new phase of it. And Jupiter is a really nice power. We had a Jupiter, it was actually a Jupiter and Moon day, um, the X-Flare day, and I thought that that was a good highlight and highly auspicious for what tone the Jupiter journey is going to take. We will talk about that more in coming months. April 11th, Saturn square true node. Okay? Saturn square true node. This is an opportunity to update, upgrade our relationship to Saturn and Saturn's qualities and the archetypes. Who do you want to be? What do you want to accept? How do you want to perform, be treated, act, behave, understand? This is Saturn. And we're lucky to be on this journey right now because it was really bad before. And I know that it's felt almost unbearable seeing it all, but we were living in that. And the only way to get out of it is to see it and to close the door. So next day, you see how many of these come one, 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 right after the other. April 12th, conjunction of Jupiter and Neptune. That's going to be a highlight point where another part of the Neptune spectrum is going to be felt. And again, that's the deep emotional stuff, psychic awareness, connecting to your powerful, pleasant, clear development of yourself and your self-connection becoming aware of your soul's voice these are positive things that we can do on these days um also these might be days where you become aware that there has been spiritual manipulation in your life that could be either by seen or unseen forces could be days where you realize that maybe you have been emotionally volatile towards other people abusing them manipulating them and or you have been experiencing that we process in layers, you know what I mean? And sometimes just one day you wake up and you're like, oh my God, that's been happening. This might be one of those days. And so if you figure something out, don't be afraid to ask for help. The next, oh, it's not the next day. The next alignment is April 16th. That's a full moon in Libra. Libra, the scales, balance. Woo, bring that one in. So the 18th, not going to speak much about it. It is a conjunction of Mercury and Uranus. Mercury was also a highlighted planet this, through the journey of 2021. So Mercury, the way that people may experience it, probably this time is going to be around communication. If you are working through the harder harmonic of stuff, you're probably going to be bumping into all of the BS that comes around in masculine, feminine communication and in deep emotional stuff and having difficulties or seeing what happens when you don't express your emotions clearly. There might be blow-ups, self-sabotage, people may... Kind of go down that path. This is, but if you feel yourself going there, you have the chance and the choice to say, no, 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 no. I'm better than that right now. I want to do better than that for myself. I don't want to repeat that. If you see it, it's not because you're a piece of crap, it's because you're ready. So don't beat up on yourself. Just be real. So April 24th is a moon. We have a close approach in conjunction with Saturn. So we always honor the moon when it connects with these planets, especially if they're having a hard time. This is a good time. It's called clarity into your Saturn connection. Um, so the 25th, Moon and Mars have a close approach in conjunction. So you can see how this is going. <clears throat> what else do we have here? Um, April 27th, Venus and Neptune. 
have a conjunction. So see how this is happening. We had Venus and Saturn, Saturn and Mars. <laughs> now we're having Venus and Neptune. And the Venus and Neptune journey is important because Venus is, like we've said in other contexts, that powerful, loving expression path through. The more that you can call forth the energy and the lessons and the guidance of Venus as a path through your own wounds, the better. And realizing that it's okay that you have them. And realizing that planet Earth is here as loving energy that you can work with to heal yourself through and that there is goodness in this world and that there is sweetness to experience and hey inside of your deep emotions is a truth that is worth hearing and sometimes the reason you're so volatile we are so volatile in expressing it is that hey it's just that we haven't been listening for a really really long time so i earmark that day as a day to be very much inspired to go in a sacred conversation with yourself and if you are ready Explore your core wounds. April 30th. Here we go. It's eclipse season. Woo woo. It's a partial eclipse, new moon, solar conjunction of Venus and Jupiter. And this is happening in Aries. And so Aries, Mars, we've talked about it. This is another Venus punctu punctuation point. And this is also coming in. This is a lot of our friends, you know, Sun, Moon, Venus, Jupiter, all coming together to say, we bring this clarity to Aries. We bring this clarity to the Aries archetype, to the Aries energy. We are ready to move into healing that part of the signature. And that's going to be very much the journey for the rest of this solar year. Now, I'll talk about it next month. Our May 6th, the eclipse kind of bracket is on May 16th with a Scorpio total solar eclipse. And so Scorpio, as we know, is the south node for this year and so that's going to mark a very well year and a half that's going to mark a very specific moment like i said we're moving into a different part of our healing like i have been mentioning throughout the part of it that is going to be important to realize is that we can take the easy way well there is not going to be an easy way we can take the way that we're in flow and we accept and appreciate what's before us and we don't get caught up in the weeds because let me tell you right now, there are weeds all around and it will waste your time. The best thing that you can do is when people, energies, habits, behaviors that come up that we see keep us in the dark, keep us in the basement, keep us in the places that we don't want to be. That's what these months are designed for. So this is a good thing. And if you've already done a lot of that, you're now already experiencing the highest harmonic or the higher harmonic of these streams, which are powerful, get it done, integrated types of energy. And we will talk so much more about that in the journey when more of us are there. For now, I think we leave it and say, this, uh, you know what, we'll just move on to the next, to the next segment where I'm going to recommend some materials that I have already created that are open access that you can work with to do just that. Having said all of that, <laughs> I want to say thank you so much for listening to this podcast. And this, the final segment, I'm just going to very quickly refer you to some open access materials that I have created for this moment. You will notice that as we move through the seasons and we're about to have significant conjunctions or transitions that I will front load materials. And those materials will normally be ones that are going to be specifically relevant to what's going on in the next few months. And so you can always check out my blog, www.crow-medicine.com, to see what I'm saying on that. These two articles that I'm going to reference today, uh, one is having powerful emotional experiences. 
And it is what it sounds like. This is about dealing with the powerful emotions that come up when we are moving through these moments. That can be anger. A lot of the ones I talk about in this particular podcast are the harder harmonic emotions. So that's rage, sadness, disgust, whatever. And I talk about it because that's just a real part of things. You know, it's not all about gratitude. (laughs) We got to be real with all of the parts of how we feel. And that's part of being a well-balanced human being. Being spiritual doesn't mean that you don't get pissed off because my goodness gracious, you do. It's about not lashing out at people and not destroying yourself (laughs) and not letting it ruin you. A lot of the time behind those powerful emotions is something we really care about. And if we are feeling all of the feelings about it, it's it's kind of an indication that it matters to us. And so one of the ways that I approach it in that article, as well as in my school, is our emotions are powerful doorways that we are able to work with. So check out Experiencing Powerful Emotions, if that sounds like something you would like to learn more about. The second material that I would like to add is this one called The Power of Processing. And this is a written piece. And it is about ways that we are able to deal with and and manage the energy and the emotions and the experiences that we have as we're moving through these high power moments. Now, having said all that, later on this month, I am going to release something about Uranus memory, probably do a little something about the eclipse. One thing that I wanted to run by the community is that, you know, back in the old days, I used to receive a lot of donations and tips for the work that I did for my open access teachings. And I continued doing that even when the money dried up, because I knew that, you know, COVID put a lot of strain on everybody. And that's not the time that you disappear as a teacher, (laughs) because you're not making any money and things aren't going on. But I just wanted to say that it would be really cool for me that if you like this podcast, or if you appreciate my blog, I have this little thing called buy me a coffee. And it's a $5 donation, a $10 donation, a $15 donation. And that's just to say thanks for the material I'm putting out and to encourage me to keep doing it. I would love it if you would come to my blog, check me out, follow me on Instagram at Crow Medicine Katie, and hey, stick around. I'll be back with some more powerful material and some community surveys later this month. Hope you have fun on your journey out of the prison. This is a powerful, 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 exciting moment in our journey. Big love and more from me soon. Your friend, Katie Indy Crow. Mm-hmm.